This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Education Department's student aid program is about to host an online conference for more than 14,000 people in the financial community. It can be that big because, of course, it's online. With what's new in student financial aid and what it needs to deliver, we turn to the Federal Student Aid Program's Director of External Events, Deborah Byrne. Ms. Byrne, good to have you on. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So you're reaching out to train people in the financial community. Who are these people? What kinds of places do they work and what do they do in relation to the student aid program at the education department? These are federal aid administrators from around the globe who deliver federal student aid to students every day. Well, are they banks or are they, what are they? I mean, what kinds of organizations are they? They're at post-secondary institutions, and they're financial aid professionals. So they work for the colleges that are taking in the students that are working under federal aid. Is that correct? That's correct. And what do they need to know? Well, they need to know everything that the department's doing. We are offering this year more than 40 breakout sessions. They're going to hear about financial aid policy, COVID-related impacts, and they're going to get lots of tools and resources for students, parents, and borrowers, uh, lots of operational updates, including latest information about our next-gen FSA initiative, and something for everyone at the conference this year. Well, tell us more about the next-gen FSA initiative and how that works and what it will do to the whole program. Well, it's improving the way we deliver student aid. Last year, we announced a digital customer care that announced our mobile app, Aiden. And then this year, we're going to roll out some new initiatives. And with respect to that conference, you mentioned that at least 14,000 people have signed up because it's online. That's bigger than you usually get in person, isn't it? Yes, it is. We normally get between 5,000 and 6,000 attendees, and this year our registration is over 16,000 already and counting. I guess since I first learned about it, you've gained a couple of thousand more. So normally in a regular year, if we ever have one again, there would be hotels and logistics and conference rooms and all of that jazz to deal with. And sounds like you could jettison a lot of the administrivia associated with the conference this year. That's right. It's just a different way of doing it. It has its own unique challenges, but we're really excited about it. And it's a free conference. Well, that's good. And what did you have to do to pivot in this way? And how long ago did you start the whole process? We made the pivot from in-person to virtual in June, and we worked with our partners to secure an event platform and plan the conference virtually. What platform did you pick and why did you pick it? We went through acquisitions and we secured a platform that could host our event. It's their unique platform that they built for us to deliver our conference. Okay. What about the uh, courses and the sessions and how'd you plan all that? We worked with our conference steering committee internally to develop all of the session content. And then we worked with a production company to record the content. And then we will air it December 1st through 4th. So that means you got to take out all the glitches. We are really looking forward to our first ever virtual conference. I hope people can join. Check out our conference website, fsaconferences.ed.gov, and register and check out our event platform. It's going to be a really exciting week. Yeah, these conferences normally run all day. Because it's online, have you limited the length of the sessions and the number of them per day? So as a, I guess, bow to reality that people don't sit online for eight hours a day. 
That's right. We tried to schedule our programming to best accommodate the content that we had to deliver, but also keeping that in mind about people's lives. And the great thing about being virtual is if you can't catch it live, which we hope you do, if you can't catch it live, it'll be available on demand right after the session airs, and then it'll be available on the event platform for three more months after the program ends. And do you think you'll ever go back to live after this? Well, we hope so. We're certainly planning on Atlanta for 2021. And in the meantime, do you have metrics or ways of measuring the level of engagement that people have with the online? How many people are at a session, how long they stay on, that kind of thing? Yes, we do. We're looking forward to seeing how the uh, 16,000 and counting registrants translate into actual attendance. So we're really excited about that. Deb Byrne is Director of External Events for the Federal Student Aid Program at the Education Department. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.